Art and the Sacrifice. Hi. Good morning. This is a Tamika Michelle podcast show. I'd like to welcome you to talk about me and my creative frenzy. I am going to make certain comments, certain problems. I'm not going to make the problems. I'm going to resolve them or figure them out along the way. That's what us creative, brilliant, genius-minded, like great minds think alike. Figure out the problem, solve and resolve the problem before um, offhand we're able to do it. And I don't know exactly how we're able to adapt the way we adapt, but we do it instantly. I know, I don't have all the answers, please. Not by any stretch of the imagination. But I do collect my own answers, though. Not all the time, but when I do, I like to call. I'm learning to confident myself and be okay with that and be confident with that and walk in that. Look, if you are a guilty, gifted individual like myself, guilty as charged, time for celebration because I'm going to talk about art. Thank you. Thank you for everybody who's came this morning. Come closer, put your ear closer, and let's speak about my newest art adventure. Well, I'm trying not to give away all my tidbits, all my little secrets. And so, I've been experimenting with um, something called oil paints. See, when I was a teenager, I had a good friend, just in case you just might be listening. Hi there. Um... We used to go to the Detroit Museums downtown, I didn't believe it was downtown, or somewhere in Detroit. <laughs> it's really been a long time, like 17 years. It's been a really long time since I've entered that city and lived in that state. And we're not going to talk about what pushed me out of the state. I'm just talking about the good experience of living and growing up in Detroit. They have a lot of different beautiful, old, old historical artifacts and one of them is um, oil paintings and one of the things I enjoyed about the oil paintings is that how the paint how the paint looks so shiny you know I don't know if you want to say if it's glossy see I'm a photographer firsthand so I would say stuff like glossy you know um, glossy prints things like that but I can't call it glossy because it wasn't done with gloss it was done with oil painting I had started to construct uh, my little theme world, and it didn't come out right. I mean, I'm not done, but it didn't come out right. What's the problem? The problem is it is too dull. I use spray paint. So I actually looked at the, the spray can, and I noticed it said water. I don't know if that has something to do with it, but I figured if it's oil, it's going to come out shiny it's not going to look dull it's going to look lively i wanted to give it a more lit lively look so i ran through some complications along the way even this i started last night to be honest with you and this morning i kept going and i got nice and messy i called myself trying to do a um a room where it's live you know and the video was so horrible I was so disgusted. I, I'm, 
I couldn't deal with it, but I did enjoy getting nice and messy. Um, I took pictures and I did share it, and I'm going to share them again. So what theme am I creating? Well, one of them is going to be about comedy. Comedies in the 90s. Things that I thought was funny in the 90s. It's going to be a variety of things in one little area. Then there's going to be another theme made out of a movie. I think y'all going to like it. And that movie was made in the 80s. And they did a... I'm going to tell you the name of the movie, okay? Um, it's called Ghostbusters. So, you know, they did more than one. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, let me continue. So we got funny in the 90s, we got the Ghostbusters, and we have one thing that's centrally the center of this world. It's going to be huge. Like, what I'm working with is literally a board that's bigger than my table in my bedroom. See, my bedroom is my workshop. So you can imagine how junky it looks. Not because I'm junky, because I'm buying all this stuff on Amazon. And I'm super, 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 super bored. Can you say super bored? Super bored. So super bored for me requires me to take on projects. Super bored for me means wake up creating. And you know what? I got to tell you, there's truly nothing like that. It's nothing like waking up doing what you really enjoy. And you got all this time. See, a lot of people complain about COVID-19. We're surviving it. For those who haven't got sick yet or those who are sick, bless you. You know, um, we'll get through it. God willingly, we'll get through it. But we need to do something creative. So I want to bring to your attention today. I wanted to discuss it in the uh, the um, room but because of the video was so blurry it just literally made me angry you know I have a certain quality of work that I like to present to my supporters hi supporters thank you for supporting me thank all of you for coming and putting your ear close to this podcast right here right now so um a lot of great things has happened in COVID atmosphere, COVID-19, people say COVID-19 is if this, if that's the year. I don't know why this plague has, has came upon this, I wouldn't say this country, but you know what, it's across the world. So across the world is feeling this, across the world. So now we have to choose to live our life a certain way. Oh yeah, we got to choose to live our life a certain way. And it's can be a little intimidating, can be scary. But you know what? It's, it started in March. And what? We're going to hit September really soon. So, because today's date is what? The 20, what, 7th, I think? point I'm making with you is we're making it through it. There's people who, are, who have died. Let's keep it honest for a minute. But even in the most craziest time, good things can happen. I was told two different stories about crazy things that happened in World War II. I don't know the whole reason how it happened. Well, I do have an idea, but I'm trying not to like memorize it verbatim. I'm good with numbers, folks. Not word, not names and shit like that. But I would tell you the two things that people love a lot is 
Do you know chocolate chip cookies came from World War II? Ain't that funny? I love chocolate chip cookies. What about you? I I adore chocolate chip cookies. I don't know the whole story behind it. You know what? If you want to, you can look it up. I'm going to Google it. And then also um, carrots. Now, everyone don't like carrots, okay? I actually like carrots, but um, it was a... Something that was a, it was something that a lot of farmers were um, growing, right? So they're trying to figure out a way to get people to um, eat these veggies that the farmers are growing. See, we used to, we came from a similar time. And if you know the United States, like I know it, because I've lived across the world, I mean, not the world, but the country, um, there's more farmland than city. Um, at least in my home state. In Michigan, there's far more farmland. You ever heard of Kellogg's? Come on now. Cereal, Kellogg's. Yeah, that's Michigan. That's all Midwest. And, um, yeah, um, we have a lot of different things that's geared towards the farmland. And I feel like sometimes it is something that is not mentioned. But it is a quality of, I think, a quality of life that... We should um, embrace. You know, I feel like we, at some point, I'm not saying travel back in time, but I think farm life is something that is a quality that should be embraced. Growing your own vegetables. I know all this shit is like real hard work, right? Well, I didn't grow up in an era where, like, my parents were farmers. But I will tell you, my great great grandparents were on in Alabama and uh, what I understand that is hard hard very hard living so um so forth is like taming and taking care of the land and um you're working from literally from sun up to sundown in you know and on the farm on land so it's uh a quality of life, but it is a hard life too. That's why I think my grandfather, one other reason why my grandfather left um, Alabama to go to Detroit and to work on the assembly line in Ford. I don't want to go through all that, but I'm just saying, like, that's one of the reasons why he left because it was too much. It was something that he didn't want to inspire to grow up to be. So um, let's get back to. Arts, but I was just talking about the simple things of life. I think that's what we're trying to embrace right now. The simple things of life. We forgot it, you know. We all in a rush, in a hurry. Now we're forced to slow it down. Now, what are you going to do with this slow down? I would call it almost downtown. Downtown. Down time. Sorry. T-I-M-E. Time downtime slow time what are you going to do what are you going to produce we're brilliant people and together we even we're even better but sometimes you know okay a lot very frequently we are forced to be by ourselves we are forced to create well no we're not forced to create but i feel forced to create i enjoy the force of creating let me reword that i'm not forced to create but I know I enjoy it. I'm a visualized person, so a visual artist, so I 
have visions of things I desire to create. So what was the problems that I ran into? Okay, so as I'm painting this wall, this miniature wall with the color blue, I asked myself, did I want to get on the other side of the wall so I could paint the other half of the wall correctly? And I looked, and yesterday, yesterday I created my own problem, didn't even realize it. Yesterday, I had painted the outside, the inside doors a certain specific color. Now, I created my own problem. Meaning, I didn't know oil paint takes so long to dry. It is still wet, and I, I paint like two different items, including the inside of these doors of this thing that I'm making. A little disappointing that, like, it's why it takes so long to dry, you know. But a part of me is saying, if anything that is great or worth having, sometimes it requires more time and far more diligence and patience. So with that in mind, I am letting it dry. I mean, I didn't go to the other side when I seen where this, the inside of the doors were wet. And I didn't want to blend to it because it's a different color, obviously. So I didn't want to blend with um, the, the paint. Like, okay, the doors are inside, they're red. And that's the reason behind that. Try not to tell you what the whole project is, but I'm just telling you the problem. So I thought I'd go ahead and paint from the side that I was working on and finish it up and stretch my, I have really long arms. I have little, little fingers um, and really long arms. I'm five nine, I'm a tall girl. So my arms and legs are long. So um, I took advantage of that and I stretched to the other side and I painted instead of ruining the other paints on the other side. And I actually figured out where I'm going to set up my items so they can dry. So I'm figuring it dries better off the ground. And I'm thinking about putting on a fan. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Um, putting on a fan and let it, you know, the air dry it. Because um, it seemed like the regular air dry is just not enough for me. Um, I wouldn't say the word I'm a perfectionist. But last night I started on it and the paint isn't dry. So I have a, excuse me, y'all. I have a fan that will, um, I like to think it will speed it up. Then I also have to think about oil paint. I didn't realize there were different factors with oil paint. First of all, it's thicker. So it's going to take a lot longer. With spray paint, you just spray it on. I say, 20 minutes later, half, no, I'll give it an hour. Let's keep it out real for a minute. It depends on how much spray painting you're doing. I'll give it an hour. An hour later, it is done. It's completely dry. And I mean, you don't, I'm touching the paint and like, I can still get my fingerprints on the paint. And I, how many layers did I do? It's the real question. I did like probably four, maybe five layers. It's probably a part of the problem. But the, the consistency of oil paint is slick as I think I enjoy it when I the advantage of doing oil paint versus spray paint. I enjoyed the consistency of smoothness that I got when I was painting. Yeah, I didn't see nothing like as it's drying, it's really like 
beautiful. Like, it still looks really good. So, I'm just going to try on the fan and hope for the best. Um, and let it dry, let the air hit it all day. And I like to believe something, some type of progress is going to happen in between it. Um, so, anybody else out there work with oil paint? Any artists out there who work with oil paint? Because I really didn't understand, like, okay, I've seen beautiful, magnificent pieces of art of a lot of you on Facebook. And I didn't think about the sacrifice behind if you work with oil paint. If you work with oil paint, you got to figure out how to get this thing dry. And me, who sometimes is impatient, has to figure out not only how to get it dry, but get it dry quickly. Yes, I know I need to learn how to wait, but also I need to figure out how to make this thing get dry. So, the point is, I have figured out um, the problem I had created the day before um, by painting those inside those doors um, a different color and didn't realize that the paint wouldn't be dry the next day. You know, and I don't want to ruin that paint job I did. It looks so pretty. Um, then also, so I created a problem and I fixed it the very next day. I didn't realize I created a problem, but I'm very grateful that I was able to fix it. And now my piece is drying without um, any problems or messing up my place because I painted inside my face too. It's another thing I normally don't do. I usually go outside with spray paint because the spray paint because the spray is everywhere. So where I thought with hand paint it would be easier and neater. Gotta tell you it ain't. I mean it is what it is. At least it doesn't spray. That's another advantage that spray paint versus oil paint has. Spray paint, you don't have to worry about when it's gonna dry. You already know because it's pretty quick and very thin. But the problem with spray paint is that it's dull when it's dry. I don't like that dull look. It looks like almost like ash. I'm not a fan of it. But I noticed like with morals and things like that, I'm not sure if they use spray paint or they use both. They use spray paint and um, oil paint. They probably don't use oil paint because I'm thinking morals have to be dry quick. So, um, this is assumption. Maybe I need to look up the art of morals and how they go about doing it. Because I'm not exactly sure. I know it's a group of people who get together and it's a committee. And they, you know, do the, the morals in Philadelphia. It's really huge, by the way. For those who don't live in Jersey. For those who don't live in Philly. For those who don't live in New York. You understand about the morals. I mean, who don't understand about the rules. It's a huge thing, and I really miss that when I was living in Las Vegas. There, there's, there's morals there, but it's not. I'm pretty sure they're spray painted. And that's like street paint, street art, you know, which actually street art is actually pretty nice. It depends on who do it, what's their style. Um, and it actually be kind of phenomenal. But um, I think it's the material you work with, too, because... That's brick wall. This is not brick wall that I'm using. Um, so it's more of a softer texture. It's, it's cardboard, folks, okay? So, um, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what to do with oil paint and how to effectively create my art without messing it up. 
that's the problem, the dilemma, and I'm working on basically um, not messing it up. This has been a art what frenzy creative moment over and out.